you know. Uh, <laughs> it truncates your anomaly sometimes. <laughs> yeah, if you're lucky, you know. Yeah. Like if you're lucky, like if you look at a burrito like right in the eye, like yeah. if like because a burrito has an eye, you know. Well, it, it has a pimento. <laughs> Yeah, burrito. If everything goes wrong, <laughs> if you if you make burritos with olives, <laughs> then um, you can have that. Yeah. Listen, Stuart, we go round and round about this. Burritos are the choice of the individual. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, um, uh, one of my favorite books. And by the way, uh, you know, like let's just introduce ourselves to the people yeah, out there. Absolutely. Um, uh, uh, what what is my name again? Stuart. Yeah, Stuart. Of course. I just I said that as a trick to myself. I use that as a mnemonic device so that I don't remember my own name. Uh, That's brilliant. Yeah, it's really you know it's really working for me. Um, um, yeah. So my name is uh, my name is Stuart. I'm Walney. Yeah, and Stuart, and this is Stuart and Walney, and uh, it's book talk. And what we'd like to do is uh, we just like to talk about, you know, just what's going on in the literary world, you know, and just like what's happening with books and, uh, you know, just some of our favorite books. Yeah, you know, we, we really run the gamut. And, you know, something that I really hope that this show provides, Stuart, and I know that you hope so too, is that when, we, when you sit down to read a book, you're going to look at that book and you're going to start to imagine things. You're going to imagine a lion straining itself on the toilet. <laughs> it's dangerous. It's just as dangerous for a lion as it is for a person, you know? Yeah. And uh, that's what we love about books, you know? You know, books books can, can make your imagination do things that your body won't do for you. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, like you can, you can picture... Uh, you know, you can picture like a funky water water park uh, <laughs> operator. Uh, sure, some of them are real funky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes you can just see like a nylon face that uh, that can't touch uh, other faces because they have a nylon allergy. You know. <laughs> yeah, and remember, Stuart, when you had just finished reading the knife knife that hit the ball boy. Um, <laughs> And uh, it was about the ball boy incident from the New York Mets, 1937, when a young ball boy, uh, he just draw, he struck a nerf uh, with his own sh sh uh, shredding machine. <laughs> and, you know, and one of the big topics that we're going to talk about today is all the different ways that nerf has been used yeah. in various literary forms. You Absolutely. know, there's this, uh, a, a great, I'm really excited about it. There's a post-apocalyptic novel uh, called the folks that roared. Uh, <laughs> Why were they roaring, Stuart? Well, uh, I don't want to, you know, no spoilers, but they got a pony up in their pee. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, and I read a review of that. That's the one uh, where in order to survive, they, li they lined up on a pony uh, to get a pony ride. <laughs> That's I mean, it doesn't seem like that would help you survive, <laughs> but in the future, it does, you know? And there's yeah. a lot of, there's a lot more nerf in that book in the sort of subtext, you know? Like there's, there's mental nerf. <laughs> there's emotional nerf. Yeah. And there's also, there's also really very visceral sexual nerf. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the thing about this book, and, you know, we put this at the very high end of our recommendation list yes. because, because we think it embodies all the things that literature ought to be. It makes you noodle a pain, painter. Uh, it makes you get underneath a die, diving board. <laughs> That's right. It uh, it pl- it pleases your turtlenecks enough that they don't go away. Uh, oh darn! <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping it pleased them just a little more, so they would leave, but they don't. And uh, and it also um, it buries a, tr- a treasure in your yard, and you have to find it. You know that's what literary uh, work can really do for the mind of a young play playboy bunny. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> you know, they're not usually big readers, you wouldn't think, but that's what we want to change. We want to reach out to people out there who maybe normally would read the back of a jer- of a jerk jerky bag, <laughs> and that's all the reading they would do for the year. Which is not a lot. It's like, you know, beef sulfates. Uh, and like, you know, whatever, sand. I don't know what they put in that. <laughs> time. <laughs> Lots of time. They let it sit around. <laughs> Once again, it got some nice old meat. Uh. <laughs> well, it, it, the more you leave it around, the more the flavor, it enriches the flavor <laughs> with with bacteria, I guess. <laughs> I guess some sort of very tiny mushrooms uh, that are growing on there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the the tiny mushrooms that taste like salty barbecue uh, <laughs> dead animals. Yeah, but tell them, you know, Stuart, you and I, you know, we sat up with coffee, you know, the other night and just, we talked and talked. And Stuart wanted to tell you guys about this uh, this book that he found about the nurse, the nurse that went totally crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know, I I've always liked uh I've always liked books. You know, ever since I was a kid, I always liked books about professional people that go berserk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's uh there's Sam the the in the the nervous baby. <laughs> That's right. Um uh there's uh there's the butcher that uh, couldn't stop picking at that thing on his arm. <laughs> Yeah, and what about um, the petroleum snar- snarling man? <laughs> that was one of my very favorites. You know, that was one of the first ones I read when I, dro- I was dropped onto a camp from a helicopter. <laughs> you just fell right on top of it. <laughs> it was just luck. You know, they're... Usually people get dropped into it. <laughs> nope, not me. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hot in here. I'm getting my nuts are getting sweaty. <laughs> Great, Walney. That's so. That's that's a really beautiful image, uh, and that's you know that's another thing that's so beautiful about about books is that they can put images in your mind that you've never seen before, like a flea with numbers painted on it. Oh yes, and you know we've recently discovered a uh, a um, Doctor Seuss book, never before read. It was it was found ah. in a knee in a niece's ba- bedroom. <laughs> Just a general niece. <coughs> this how's it, voice. How's it going, Walney? <laughs> well, you know this, this voice is. I'm gonna have to tone it down or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
this is actually a little too breathy for me to be comfortable as well. Yeah, let's let's make the voices more realistic. <laughs> you know, <laughs> for the long term. You know, the this this book is amazing. It was found. Uh, it was found right by a tie a time machine. <laughs> And uh, so I guess you would think you know, we'd be focusing on that. <laughs> no, because it's a Dr. Seuss book. Who cares about that time machine? Right, and right, it was called right. Oh the Knives the Knives that We Find. <laughs> he was going through sort of a dark period in his life, you know. And, you know, uh, well, well, you know Ted Geisel was very goth. People don't know that. That's right. Uh, there was uh, there was one gun, two gun. Uh, was one of my favorites of his. And oh, yeah. And then uh, there was, look out, baby. I've got Simon with me. <laughs> yeah, it was like threatening if you had read it already because you knew who Simon was then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, everyone loves the cat in the hat. Uh, they also had the razor that flay, flay, uh, flayed you uh, all <laughs> yeah. night long. Yeah, and there was there was cat in the hat. There was gay man in the shack. Shack. There was a size size queen going after your grandma, and uh, <laughs> there was goat in the crime. Uh, there was a uh, uh, the opera singer rappelling into a gorge. Uh, <laughs> that one was not as visually interesting. <laughs> Well, I mean, it depends on the singer. I don't know. I mean, if it was like Cecilia Bartoli, she makes some faces, you know. <laughs> there was a there was Caesar in the baby's uh, room. <laughs> That's right. Uh, there the kids was, love that one. They really do love. <laughs> love, love to picture a a, a a bleeding Roman emperor uh, hanging around an infant. <laughs> uh, yeah, and there was a ten apples ray, razor sharp. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bucket of beer dropped onto a grandma. <laughs> there was green eggs, ham, and a donkey without face. No face. <laughs> yeah, the faceless donkey appeared in a lot of Dr. Seuss's Yeah, life. he was really, wow, that was when he was going through an addiction. <laughs> Two faceless donkeys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he has a very strange metabolism. Um, it just yeah. yeah. He almost died. He almost died from withdrawal, and then he also almost died because he tried to put a whole wristwatch into his nose. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and and you know he did a big uh, follow up to uh, Horton hears a who. Yes, it was Henry hears a gallbladder explode. <laughs> He had a, a whole a whole group of books in that series. Uh, uh, there there was there was Johnson kind of smells a gun. <laughs> yeah, and what about this one? There was a, and what about the to think that I saw it in your dad's hen house? <laughs> That's right. Instead that. of Mulberry Street. Right, right. There was uh, there was uh, like oh the foxes yell pants. <laughs> there was actually quite a few stories in the Grinch series that never got as popular as the Christmas one. There was, uh, there was how the Grinch folded his genitals. <laughs> yeah, uh, my favorite is how the Grinch belittled a cake, a cake maker. <laughs> That's right. There was, uh, there was a how the Grinch discovered a Neanderthal living in his garage. <laughs> 
Yeah, there was uh, how the Grinch ran faceless into a wall. <laughs> how the Grinch uh, genetically made a, uh, an elephant superior to other elephants. <laughs> that one was a bit heady. It was weird. That was a yeah. wild one, man. There was a, how the Grinch uh, ra- ransacked a billiard uh, room. <laughs> yeah, that was sort of a more drunk kind of a one. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there was a, you know, the one I, I love to read to my nephew, one fish, two fish, red fish, Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that page kind of takes a turn for the, for the worse. <laughs> yeah, and you know, the Lorax, uh, he did a follow-up to the Lorax called Scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a departure, but you could tell it was sort of from the same... The same time period. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, the, the best ones are green eggs and ham. There's green eggs and ham. There's violence and, cru- and crucifixion. <laughs> so biblical. It was so good. Again, for the older kid. Yeah. Uh, there, there, was, uh, there was green candles and a, uh, just a big pile of sweaty rope. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, green eggs and wa- walking around until you die. <laughs> yeah, there was uh, there was green eyeballs and go to the doctor. <laughs> sort of a uh, sort of a cause and effect there. Uh, there's a, you know, I love green eggs and ham, but I love green so- shoulders and and siphoning things. <laughs> yep, uh, there was a green green social studies and knifing your your <laughs> sisters. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, and you know, one fish, two fish, red fish, size size me up. <laughs> <laughs> That's Not right. sure about that one. Horton hears a who, and then there was uh, Hilton hates a seismograph. <laughs> yeah, Horton hears a who. There's Horton hates a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's Horton bunches up his pants and and pr- puts them in his drawer to turn you on. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Horton reads a uh, corn uh, ingredient. <laughs> Maybe it's written on the husk. I don't know. <laughs> Is it just corn? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it would just say corn. It would just and and really, there's no need to even say corn. If you see corn, <laughs> it is corn. Is yeah, what but, I've always said. But you know that's that's the detail of Doctor Thuth. He was brilliant. That's right. You know he was he, he was a lot deeper than people. You know people think it was just about you know just for children. But you know oh the places you'll go is one of the most yeah. popular graduation gifts. You know we we always recommend that for new graduates or for uh, for uh, old sweaty engineers. Uh, <laughs> and uh, oh the demons you'll ti- you'll spend time with. <laughs> Yeah, there's uh, there's oh the meals you'll tide yourself over until <laughs> not as not as exciting as some of his work. <laughs> yeah, it was a cookbook. Yeah, <laughs> there's Horton who craps his legs off. <laughs> yeah, he was a really interesting guy. You know, he once uh, he once set a colonel on fire. Uh, <laughs> you mean made popcorn or actually someone in the army? Uh, an, an army, oh. uh, like a lieutenant colonel in the, oh, re- in the reserves. Uh, no, yeah. no, it was consensual. Um, 
Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah. they, they had a safe word. It was please don't do this anymore. <laughs> it was oh my god, I'm on fire. <laughs> it was I hate this. I don't know you. <laughs> it was call the police. Yeah, um, oh, now, but now, but really the fire department first, and then the police. Yeah, in that order. Before he would pick up his, his pen and start to storyboard, like wouldn't he she sheep himself with a corn? product <laughs> he would he would do that uh, and and you know that was his rule he, he you know he he said i don't wait for inspiration uh because i don't have enough money and i want more <laughs> oh he was all about money <laughs> <laughs> yep 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 <laughs> oh the cash you'll ingest <laughs> well, you know how he tell tell the story of how he came up with the idea for the sneeches. That's right. Well, okay, everyone remembers the sneeches that had the star in their belly and they the ones mm-hmm. that didn't and they, you know, it was all about conformity and the the ways in which pe- peer pressure can get people to do things they might not normally do. Well, you know, the way he came up with this idea was um, you know, he jumped out of a moving limousine. Uh, and then, <laughs> uh, directly uh, into a plate of ribs. That- <laughs> yeah, and you know something else that I I know that was part of of what he always did is after you know he would recover from that and he'd eat the ribs and right. then he he'd glove uh, a choo 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 train to death. <laughs> You mean like box it? Like like put on gloves and box with it? Or what? I'm not sure. This is why he was such a mystery. You know, he had mm-hmm. the, he had these he used words in such a beautiful and interesting way. You know, like like he once said, "Let me butterfly you, mommy." And <laughs> but he said it to his dad, and it was oh. like I don't. You know, no one knew what he meant, including him or his dad or the butterfly. And you know, thing one and thing two are very iconic characters, right? And, uh, but those represented two big things in his life: his fear of droop, drooping, and uh, <laughs> his jealousy of anyone who had custard. <laughs> That's right. And uh, why and- would anyone feel that way? <laughs> you know, it's like if there's the dessert most likely to cause a shrug. <laughs> <laughs> would be, I think, custard. Yeah, um, yeah, my mom had to force me to eat this when I had a sore throat. Now I'm having to pretend I like it. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's, I think, one of our one of our precious gifts as we grow into adulthood is learning how to lie uh, to, <laughs> <laughs> to make yourself seem cool. <laughs> well, and Horton hatches the egg. That's one of the lessons of how to lie, how to drain uh things that you fill up with fluid <laughs> because you have to at a certain point <laughs> or it'll overflow with you, the fluid you have too much fluid in something and you got to get it out of there how do you do it you drain the it. word fluid is very ominous <laughs> it's because like it's kind of specific and kind of vague uh, yeah. you know like it's not you, you there's a reason you're not saying liquid it's rarely good. Yeah, liquid is a good word. Fluid is a, fluid bad. is like this came out of somebody or something. <laughs> yeah, something happened to somebody, and this is what happened. Yeah, like fluid. Fluid, like liquid, is just liquid. But fluid belongs somewhere, and now it's not there. <laughs> you know, now it's like totally. out, out here, and you're like, I wish that was back where it went. 
Yeah, which reminds me of one of Dr. Seuss's biggest sellers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, Bartholomew Cubbins' uh, fluid uh, situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, it really it, it it took place over the course of his whole life. Just it was like a it was the form of a diary and of like what his fluid situation was like each day. <laughs> and there was um, Horton loses a lot of fluids. Uh, there was uh, there was Horton uh, denies your paperwork. <laughs> yeah, and Horton had a stint at the DMV. Yeah, and he he just really took it like took that power trip to heart. Yeah, and what about one fish, two fish, red fish? I am kind to people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, said in a tone that made you doubt it seriously. <laughs> that made you worry about everything. Made you, made you positive someone was about to be harmed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's uh, one fish, two fish, n- no eyes, eyes hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and what about, and to think that I saw it outside a, pen, a penitentiary. <laughs> 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 right. Wonderful, wonderful stocking stuffer for the kid. That's right. There, there was, uh, there was a cat in the hat, but no head. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's cat in the hat, and there's cat in the hat comes back, and then there's cat in the hat ru- rubs things insanely. <laughs> That's right. That's right. There's the cat that comes like a champion. <laughs> sure, and and you know, and to think that I saw it out outdoors when I was inside. <laughs> that was all about windows. <laughs> yep. There was a, and to think that I saw it uh, buried underneath a shower room. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, when the young man in that book with a peeping Tom, I think he liked to look up into people's buttholes. <laughs> it's just not a thing that uh, you want a book to be about. Oh, but it is. It is about. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and that, that actually, uh, that was a whole series. There was, oh, the places you'll go, oh, the buttholes you'll luck up into. There's all the fluids you'll find and lose. <laughs> There's a green eggs, ham, di- diamonds, and true uh, fearlessness. <laughs> what I'm wondering is, you know, for different occasions, what which Dr. Seuss might we, we recommend for which kind of occasion, you know? I mean, obviously, you know, like, like graduation, that's always, oh, the places you'll go. And, you know, maybe a first, you know, one of the first books you get might be Green Eggs and Ham or something like that. But, you know, uh, well, what about if, uh, if, if a farmer beats down your door? <laughs> you know what? What do you think yeah. you would give someone if, yeah. if, in the middle of an assault by an agricultural person? Yeah, and also, you know, everybody has those days when they tree uh, a cat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what do you give someone? You know, which book is is perfect for that? Yeah, what book? Which one's going to be the perfect one on that day? Or, or what happens when you sneeze so hard that your butt cries? <laughs> <laughs> you mean diarrhea? <laughs> 
Um, maybe, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm not going to check too closely to find out, but I, I have to assume that's a possibility. Well, when my nephew su- suffered a, ca- a couch uh, injury, mm-hmm. um, I got him, Couches um, are usually very soft. How did he do that? Well, it fell on him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That is- I, I got him a walk it in my pocket for that one. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. Okay. So, walk it in my pocket is a good one for that one. Now, if someone has has uh, has has dropped uh, dropped a water balloon into a church, uh, you know, like down into the <laughs> chimney. Uh, no, there isn't one. <laughs> there is. There is one. <laughs> what if they go to a church with a fireplace? Mm. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. <laughs> that would be like a, a voodoo temple, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like a, like a temple to the god Hephaestus. Yeah, uh, maybe a Greek temple or something. Not a lot of, you know, contemporary Christian churches with with fireplaces. Well, but that's that's the point, though. I mean, you know, if someone, what if someone worships ancient Greek uh, sort of, uh, you know, fire gods? Hmm, okay. And, and what, what, what do you think it would be? I think it would be uh, uh, four fish, fat fish, ugly face. You are a <laughs> pet bastard. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be suitable. Yeah. Now, what about, um, I remember um, there was a, a dark time my sister went through when she got a divorce. Yes, of course. Uh, I got um, green fish, ham, and dirt. <laughs> <laughs> and you feel like that helped get her through? No. No, you know, there, there's all kinds of things like, you know, when, when my muskrat graduated from Fornication four College, <laughs> uh, I, I got her. Uh, uh, it turns out it's not an instinct. <laughs> and it's not something you just can learn a little of. You have to actually go to a university level. Or yeah. it just doesn't work for yeah. muskrats. So uh, what I got her was Horton Hell, if I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I got what I thought was perfect uh, for a little girl with Davy Head Maybe, and uh, mm. I got it for uh, my work companion's daughter when she ple- pleaded for her life. <laughs> It seems like uh, there could be other things she would need more than that right there. But probably she's got people buying her those things, like, you yeah. know, a, a trip to a hospital, maybe. Or... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, I, I really appreciate when there's, there's just the perfect gift at the perfect moment, you know? Like, uh, like when, when, my, when my, my mother wrote a play about baboons. Uh, <laughs> I love that work. <laughs> <laughs> she is so insightful when it comes to hairy, uh, anything hairy. Yeah, just hairy creatures. Yeah. Uh, uh, hairy. Or it could be a hairy patch on the ground. She would write a play about it and it would be beautiful. Yeah, she can, she really, you know, like uh, one of my favorite things she used to say is, if you put hair on it, then leave the room because then I have to go to work. <laughs> it's not really a saying as much yeah. as just sort of telling me to get out. Yeah, I like it. She crocheted that on a blanket. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, was, it had to be a big blanket. It was a lot of <laughs> lot of phraseology. Yeah. You never want to just, you know, only, like, we read a book, but we don't want to just, like, take it and then, you know, run a pitchfork right through a car. <laughs> Certainly not. That, that shows a disrespect for the author. That's and right. The, 
And when you don't want to do it, my uncle always does, I always get on to him about this. He'll read a book and then he'll try to keep away from do- Doberman. <laughs> well, that's his generation. You know, mm-hmm. that's just mm-hmm. that's just what they were like back then. I mean, I mm-hmm. I know my my grandfather. You know, the first thing he, get, he does when he gets done reading a book is just 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 plop a giant dookie right into his bowl. <laughs> what what sort of bowl? Ah, the big salad bowl. <laughs> okay, that's what that's really what we want to leave you with. You know, one of my favorite images uh, from you know a book that we're going to get into uh, next time around because uh, I'm not quite finished with it yet. Uh, it's called uh, the 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 unbearable politics of ble- bleeding on the sidewalk. <laughs> it is such a, a beautiful, insightful, yet complex work uh, by Reggie Kalanian. Uh, this was the year before he true, truly ate something that he didn't understand. <laughs> Ned Shrek shrieked like a tranquilizer ball. <laughs> and he swore that for the rest of his life, he would never again See, uh, try to glisten like a t- tall maniac. <laughs> you know, wow, really just, resonates. It's really it? beautiful. You know, I mean, obviously, uh, obviously, uh, the 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 author's father had been a professional trout. Uh, from <laughs> you know, this author, you know, uh, Reggio he loved. Birds and and the birds are a big theme in this Huge book. Huge theme. Uh, chapter three uh, is all about a shine uh, monkey that screamed at its pa- pants <laughs> for yeah. a living. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for money, obviously. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'd pay him if I thought a monkey doing that. Yeah, well, you know, he doesn't get out of bed for uh, less than some money. <laughs> <laughs> Less than, you know, any food you throw at them. Yeah, yeah. I don't even get out of bed in the morning for anything except for anything. <laughs> oh, what's that? A, a piece of bread you've had in a drawer for a year? You, you drive a hard bargain, but let me dance for you. I don't know why we're taking such a shit on monkeys right now. They, they seem well, like but- nice enough little creatures, but... But Reggie Tanakio hated monkeys with he a passion. Did. He did, you know, uh, because one time uh, uh, one of them stole his christening pants. <laughs> and he never got over it. He never forgave lot, and he never forgot. There is a lot of, of, bib, uh, of uh, b- uh, Bibli. What do you call it when it's a book about yourself? Biographical? Yeah, biographical <laughs> fiction. Why did, you. why did neither of us be able to say that correctly? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, you, you should have had it, but then I, I can't be critical of you. Um, <laughs> you didn't even have the word. I pronounced it a little funny. I don't know what our problem is right now. Yeah, together, maybe we could get water out of a fucking pump. Um, but there was a lot of... <laughs> but... But there was a lot of biographical fiction about snooping around a monkey's tri- uh, triangle. <laughs> That's right. You know, he, he believed that uh, uh, most monkeys and some chimpanzees were plotting against his foil uh, collection. He collected uh, tinfoil <laughs> in the shape yeah. of op- honorary uh, d- uh, other things. <laughs> <laughs> 
And, you know, all of this is included in, uh, in, the, in the author's section of our website, um, Stuart and Dalny's uh, bib, uh, uh, book world. So, go there.com. Go there and just check it out yeah. and just lose yourself in the world of these authors. That's okay? right. And, and that's what we have on tap for next week. That's Reginald, what we're going like to do next week. Uh, wonderful uh, coming of age novel. That's right. And uh, if you have any questions, don't uh, don't hesitate to email us at uh, I- informational co- coin bags at uh, Stuart and Wellney's uh, book club.com. Yeah. You can email us. You can coke mail us. Uh, you can shine uh, the, the snout of a bird. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes they call that to. the beak. <laughs> if you want to please reach out to us and become a part of our literary world yeah so this is Dolly and this is Stuart saying read and choose your cones <laughs> <laughs>